Well, let's switch gears for just a moment. We'll get back to the ice cream talk in a moment. It is summertime, of course, and that means plenty of trips to our national parks. In fact, we know year-round um, that there's non-stop traffic, right? And it poses some big dangers to the wildlife in Banff and, and Jasper National Parks. But when you take a close look at the number of animals killed on the roads in and out of the parks, there's a, there's a big difference. A recent CBC report shows between 2011 and 2021, Parks Canada reported 1,007 animals who were coyote-sized or larger were killed on roads in Jasper National Park. And when you crunch those numbers, the report says that number, it's nearly four times the number of Banff, where 272 animals were killed. Of course, there are some big differences when it comes to protecting wildlife between the two parks. Let's get into it with Chris Smith, who is a conservation analyst with the Northern Alberta chapter of uh, the Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society. Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Chris, before we get going, do you have a, do you have a favorite ice cream treat? <laughs> Ooh, as a kid, I used to like it was a t- tiger flavored. Yes. I think it was banana and licorice. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, it looks horrific, but I know a lot of kids really, really like that one. Uh, okay, uh, Chris, let's talk about what's going on because when you take a look at these numbers. That's a dramatic difference in numbers. If you're looking at uh, just over a thousand in ten years in Jasper compared to 270-ish in Banff, I mean that's got to be worse worrisome for you know. An organization like CPAWS. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and this is an issue we've been looking into since about April of 2019 um, because the Jasper National Park has been going through their 10-year uh, management plan review that they review every 10 years just to make sure they're meeting the all the things they want to do with it. And one of the big issues in the uh, 2010 management plan was um, human-wildlife uh, collision, so basically yeah. vehicles hitting wildlife. Um, and it's really unfortunate that um, while there are a wide variety of wildlife killed in collisions, um, 53% of all the accidents are with bighorn sheep and elk. Mm. Uh, so they're two of the biggest issues in terms of collisions. Um, and it's unfortunate fact that um, it's a significant population level mortality source for elk. Uh, that's about approximately 10% of the elk population mm. in the main valley um, being killed every year on road and rail. In the yeah, park. yeah, and you know, and uh, I've been out there a couple of times and some of the, the some of the really big like papa elk, if you want to call them that way, like the really big, magnificent, doesn't matter which ones, but we've seen some of the um, some of the more well-known elk from the folks who live in Jasper, um, you know, killed, whether it's by a big semi-truck or by a, a vehicle, you know, barreling down that 90 kilometers an hour. But here's the difference, Chris. I mean, you take a look at, at Banff and you take a look at Jasper. Banff made a commitment years ago to do, um, to a, do a job protecting animals, uh, uh, you know, keeping off the roadways with those, uh, with fencing and with those um, wildlife over overpasses i mean that has made a dramatic difference oh absolutely um and it's these sort of um mitigation measures that we've really been pushing for jasper to implement and we know they've looked at this they commissioned a study back in 2016 to look at exactly this um, which looked at where all these collisions were happening the, the highest incident spots and what tools were out there that other jurisdictions have used that could mitigate um, the rate of how often this is happening mm-hmm. um, and we know that this can be done because Banff and the Bow Valley uh, Corridor have done this very successfully. We've seen that in the numbers, that fourfold um, decrease in wildlife 
for an issue that um, they used to be just as bad as Jasper. You know, Chris, in, in this article that was written, though, some of the uh, Jasper Park uh, spokespeople saying, hey, you know what, there is a difference when it comes to geology between, you know, Banff and, and, and Jasper, and it makes it a little bit more difficult, saying that, you know, Highway 1 through Banff is largely straight, where I, where Highway 16 in Jasper kind of meanders along. It's, you know, there's there's rock cliffs, there's there's rivers, all of that sort of stuff. And they say that that's a, a, a little bit of a different challenge. So, yes, every area is unique. It's going to have its own challenges and constraints to construction. But um, And I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. But, again, this, this report that they commissioned clearly highlights that these um, wildlife mitigation measures can be done both economically and ecologically appropriate. Um, They've highlighted these areas. They've said that, yes, cost-benefit analysis, this is cost-effective given how many, like the cost of insurance every time someone hits a wildlife, mm-hmm. the cost to the, the wildlife populations, the cost to human you know, health and safety. We know these can be implemented because it's been studied and laid out before them. And we've just really been seeing them drag their feet on this. Chris, one of the other uh, areas, and we've seen a lot of animals killed on the uh, on the railway tracks over the past number of years, hundreds of them, as a matter of fact. And you know whether grain is you know being spilled out, and they're looking for that, whatever it is, is it a bigger challenge to deal with the railways and 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 and, and, and keeping animals from you know hanging out on those tracks? I mean, both road and rail have their own unique challenges. Um, Over the last 10 years, um, more than 300 species have been hit on rail, but over 1,000 have been hit on the highways. Mm. Um, So they're both have their own unique challenges, but they're both equally pressing issues in terms of the mortality and um, the harm. There have been a number of good measures that have been implemented over the years to try to to mitigate this, from cleaning up grain spills on the tracks to implementing um, for the highways, kind of wildlife crossing signs and, and um, reduced speed limits. But we're looking at the numbers and we're seeing the numbers really haven't gone down. It's been relatively stable. Hmm. Um, and it's great that they're not increasing, but you know, these are our national parks. These should be the shining example of what we can accomplish for protecting wildlife and the, uh, the ecology. And we know we can do better because we've seen us do better here in Alberta. Now, I, you know, as a national park, I would uh, expect that the funding then for any kind of projects would come from the federal government. Has there been any uh, indication from the feds about, um, you know, looking or wanting or having an interest to, to make changes and, and helping with some funding, for example, in Jasper to maybe put in some of those wildlife overpasses? I mean, ultimately, that's what we'd like to see. Um, if we had Jasper National Park, when we raised some of these concerns with them, send us a very thorough 16-page report kind of outlining their rationale and the studies they've done. Uh, and I just want to cut a really quick um, section from that that really highlights the circumstance. And that was that Jasper National Park wildlife specialists will continue to work together to develop strategies to mitigate this mortality. Mm. Um, however, overall, uh, the work towards developing shelf-ready projects that can take advantage of future funding opportunities will be approached when possible. Um, So it does really seem that there's a lot of you know motivation to really try to improve this project or improve this issue Uh but like many things, it does seem like funding is at least partially um, part of the barrier here towards implementing that. Yeah, no doubt that it would be, uh, I I suspect, uh, a big big, uh, barrier to 
putting these things in place. I love driving into Banff and, and seeing those wildlife corridors. I, I, there's something about them. I think they're they're fascinating and wonderful, and, I, and I'm thankful that they're there. But, yeah, there's planning and there's funding that has to go into it. Chris, sure appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you for this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, take it easy. Chris Smith is a conservation analyst with the uh, conservator with the Canadian Parks and Wilderness Society, the Northern Alberta chapter. But yeah, dramatic difference, isn't there, between Banff and Jasper? Of course, as they've mentioned, that there's differences in. Um, you know, the way that you would build in Banff compared to the way that you would build in Jasper. We take a look at those those numbers and the dramatic difference and just how well that those overpasses and those mitigation um, efforts um, are working in, in, in Banff. Boy, oh boy, I know there's a cost there. Sooner or later, I think that uh, they might want to look at doing that or at least get starting it, start planning on it.